and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. What an amazing time to worship God. You know, in Psalm, I'd like to read uh, the first few verses. We'll be focusing on Psalm chapter 66. And as it is uh, written here, I'd like to read the first few parts. And then as we move along, I'd like us to see a bit of a background of it and then go through the lessons that we have learned from the psalmists. Now it says in verse 1, chapter 66 of Psalm, uh, to the choir master, a song, a psalm, Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of His name. Give to Him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name, Selah. Come and see what God has done. He's awesome in his deeds towards the children of men. We turn the sea, or he turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There did we rejoice in him who rules by his might forever, whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt them, exalt themselves. What an amazing passage of a scripture. Uh, some says that this passage dovetails of Second uh, Samuel chapter 19, where uh, where Judah was spared by the miraculous power and demonstration uh, of God's goodness over his people, that he has saved Israel from the hands and the clutches of the Assyrian Empire, and they have come and attacked Judah. But the Lord has demonstrated this goodness in, in, in delivering them. I'd like us to see that. I, I'd like us to learn from the life of uh, the nation of Israel. And from there we see um, and, uh, as a reflection of how can that be also in the life of His people today. And there are four words I'd like to uh, highlight in the, as far as the lessons we can learn from the life of the psalmist, looking at the entire chapter uh, 66. The first, um, the first one has something to do uh, with, uh, with the word worship, worship, which is basically focus on who he is. Worship, focus on who he is. It says in, in, in the first part we read, Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing glory of His name. Give to Him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that, you, that your enemies come cringing, cringing to you. You know the big difference between praise and thanksgiving. Praise is focused on the object of worship and praise to the person. Thanksgiving sometimes is more focused on the person giving uh, gratitude. But the praise is focused on the person. That's why we see here the focus of his praise and worship is to God, to his name, and to him alone. That even the enemies, enemies come cringing 
to him. And, and so worship, uh, that's the first word I'd like us to remember this morning. The word worship focus, focuses on who he is, who God is, not just on, not, not just on what we are receiving or our ability to give him thanks. It is focused on who he is. The second um, idea that I like us, the second word I like us to look at is works. Works. Now the basis for worship here seem to be coming from the experience of the deliverance that God has brought. Now could you imagine? Now I, I want us to look first, uh, read the verse, and then I, I'll say what's been bubbling in my heart right now. It says in verse three, it says. It mentioned in verse 3, Say to God, how awesome your deeds, so great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. And then verse, let's go to jump to verse 5. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome in his deeds towards the children of men. And we see here, his, what he has done, his deeds have been magnified here, his works. Basically, it is important for us to see that. And, and then the scripture focused, if you, I want you to look at verse 6 right now. The scripture gave two specific events in the life of Israel. It says, he turned the sea into dry land. That's Red Sea, when they crossed the Red Sea. And then it says, they passed through the river on foot. It's talking about when they went through the river Jordan in order to go to the promised land. And, and then he moved on. There did we rejoice in him who rules by his might forever and th whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt. There's no room for the rebellious. It will be madness to go against God because he has shown how good he was in the life of Israel crossing the Red Sea, going through the River Jordan. So therefore, his works... His works is really uh, that important. Uh, the works of God form the words we say. That's why it says, say to God, come and see so that you'll be able to say and worship and say his works. I wonder if God has done so much good things in the life of Israel, what about in your life? Can you enumerate the goodness of God. Instead of going through just the hardship you're going through, why don't we think through the goodness that He has done in our lives so far? The mere fact that you are here listening to this right now is already a testimony that God has seen you through the last two years. So therefore, we can magnify His works. You know, God is, you know, we can, we can come to God and and begin to praise God by thinking upon His greatness. But I want you to know that uh, we, we cannot just come and think about His greatness. It's good for us to meditate His greatness through His works. But also I want you to realize that there's a need for us as we move along um, uh, to tell this to ourselves as a testimony that if He has done it, to them, he can surely do it to us. Verse 7, um, and, and, and we see that in verse 7, but what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is God of all power is not just a passive observer. 
that he was not just watching us from afar, but we know that God is an active participant in the events in, the hum in human history, even in our own lives today. He was not, he's not just watching us. He is with us. And, and, and as we see his works around us, we realize that truly he is with us. And we, we can only come to that realization at times when we uh, look at that word as what we saw in the last part of verse 7, sila. Sila means to take a time, to reflect, to pause. And when we reflect this morning, as we wake, uh, awaken at this time, this morning, early morning, and reflect on the goodness of God, we can't help but worship, especially as we remember the works of God and and. And we say, I like that word, we say to God. You know, it's not just something uh, that we think through, but we say it. Uh, we confess and we, and we identify uh, those things that the Lord has done even in our own lives. That's why we read our Bibles daily and see what the Lord has done in the life of the people in the Old Testament, the men and women of God in Israel, so that we too can see His goodness over us. Uh, today, So we, we reflect on the word worship. We reflect on the word works, the works of God. Let's talk about well-being. Well-being favors the people despite hardships. And I think that's very important. Um, and, and we see that going to verse 8. Bless our God, O peoples. Let the sound of His praise be heard. Now we saw in, in verse 1, shout. We saw in uh, verse uh, Verse 3 say, here we see the word sound. Um, bless our God. You know, in, in praising and worshiping God, uh, we, there are some unspoken way of praising and worshiping God. Raising our hands on our knees, uh, bowing down. Those are unspoken words, unspoken worship. But there are also spoken uh, form of worship. We shout, we say, there's a sound, the voice, and that's very crucial as well. And bless our God, O peoples, not just blessing God on our own, but there's a, uh, you know, entreating others as well in blessing the Lord. Let the sound of His praise be heard. It's not something that you keep in private. Uh, they're saying, look, let your sound be heard as well. And we must not only publish God's praises, but provoke others uh, also to do the same. Uh, verse, uh, verse 9, it says here, Who has kept our soul among the living, and has not let our feet, uh, our feet slip. For you, O God, have tested us and have tried us as a silver is tried and brought us into the net. You laid crushing burden on your backs. You let men ride over our heads. We went through the fire and through the water, yet you have brought us out to a place of freedom, to a place of abundance. Place of abundance. It speaks of, of a place of, of favor, a place of fulfillment. And, and he has taken us and he has got, allowed us to go through and he even used different types of metaphor as what men have gone through 
He, he talked about uh, the net, the fish net. It's like a fish. You know, we go through the fish net. Or you laid a crushing burden on our backs. He's talking about the service of the slaves. And then he says, let men ride over our heads. Going through a, a defeat like a soldier. And yet, we went through the fire and the water. In other words, in, 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 in pressures, in afflictions. He has brought us through those. Yet, you have brought us out to a place of abundance. What an amazing experience so far. We have lost loved ones. We have lost some of us our career, our business. But some of us, we've discovered new career, new business, new business opportunities. Uh, some of us, we, uh, we had our babies during the lockdown. Uh, some of us, we've gotten married during the lockdown, gotten engaged even. And we went through, in spite of what's happening, the Lord has brought us to a place of abundance. Who among you listening right now can attest that the Lord has brought you to a place of abundance? I know, I know. He has done that to me as well. And so that, those are the words i like us to remember, not just worship, God's works, but, uh, but even our well-being, a place of abundance that he has brought, brought us into is just amazing. The next one is witness. Witness feels like telling all the earth. It is not just uh, 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 worship. Uh, worship that <clears throat> focusing, focuses on who he is, but he's also works. Form the words to say. It helps us form those words to say. But even well-being where he favors his people despite hardships. Despite all those, two, uh, those tests, he has brought us to a place of abundance. But the last word I'd like you to remember is witness. Feels like telling all the earth. This is not just a reality in the life of Israel. Could you imagine... The Israelites, Judah, woke up one morning and around 185,000 soldiers of Sennacherib, of Assyrians, flat dead on the ground the next day. We're talking about 185,000 soldiers on the ground dead, dropped dead overnight. It must have been the intervention of God's might and power and goodness over his people Israel. Can, if God can do that to Israel, why can't he do that to you and I and deliver us and bring us out and bring us to a place of abundance? And so he says, come in here. A while ago he says, come and see. Now he says in verse 16, come in here all you who fear God and I will tell what he has done for my soul. Sometimes we can look at the stories and say, ah, good for Israel. Oh, good for that family. Can we really say he had been good to you? Can we really say that he had been good to me? Let this not just be a witness and a, a foretelling of God's goodness over a people, but let this be as well a testimony of his goodness over you and I. And, and what an amazing declaration. In verse 4, all the earth worship you and sing praises to you and sing praises, praises to your name, Selah. And this is um, 
In fact, in, in uh, 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 a theologian once said, as spoken by Spurgeon, he said, this psalm is said to be recited on Easter Day by the Greek church. It is described in the Greek Bible as psalm of the resurrection and may be understood to refer in a prophetic sense to the regeneration of the world through the conversion of the Gentiles. This psalm, Psalm chapter 66, is truly a resurrection psalm explaining to us that this is not just designed for the Israelites, but this is a good news to the Gentiles as well. I like how the scripture put it in, verse, uh, in, in Philippians 2 verse 10, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and have in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Truly, truly, this is not just for a certain group of people. But this good news and the demonstration of God's power and deeds is designed so that the whole earth will be attracted and come to see and, and, and know the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we end, I say, remembering God's works leads us to well-being. Remembering God's word, God's work, leads us to our well-being, witness, and worship of the Lord. Let's just do that right now. Let's express that worship once again as we read tell of His goodness to the world. Thank you, Lord. Let's come and worship the Lord in prayer right now. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to listen to your word preached, the opportunity to sing songs and magnifying your name and the best effort that we can, Lord, in the, in the privacy of our room or maybe on our way to work. But Lord, we also take this opportunity to pray and thank you for all the things that you have done Thank you for listening to the prayers of your saints. 
Thank you, Lord, that you have got, seen, seen us through. Just as you have seen the people of God through the Red Sea and through the Jordan River, and, and, and they have, uh, Lord, experienced your victory. When, when Judah woke up one morning and saw 185,000 soldiers drop dead just because you intervened. Lord, you can surely demonstrate your power even in our own lives today. Whatever situation we are in, you can come through for us, for you are our salvation. We run to you this morning. We lay out our burdens on the ground. We may have been going through, Lord, the tests, but Lord, your word has been tried and tested, and we can surely trust you and your word. May your name be glorified in and through our lives today and this week and all the weeks to come. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.